Good evening, good morning, welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta, and you can follow along on social media at Rick Beta, R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A, and always email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, this is Tuesday, and I think this might be, I think I might be circling back to having this as the episode release date, I don't know, or day, I should say, episode day. Let's, we're just keeping it at Monday or Tuesday. It's been a little hectic these last few weeks, so it's Tuesday. Maybe that's the way it'll be from here on out. Just subscribe. You'll be, you know, you'll get that little notification, you know, as they say, the little ding or whatever, little pop up, the alert, you know, when a new episode comes, and you'll be good to go from there. So, starting off with like a wonderful, like, moment, wonderful story that Charlie Rocket, aka Big Dream, and his team did for a 20-year-old aspiring you know, skateboard photographer. His name is Tevi. And this, in fact, was one of the top news stories for like the past like two weeks. So Tevi Jean-Louis was diagnosed with leukemia at 17 years old. And he has been battling it like hardcore ever since. Dude has just been like facing it head on for three years. And unfortunately, chemo, it, it hasn't been working. You know, he's it's he's been told that that the cancer has reached about 70 percent of his bone marrow. So that's not good. It's not good at all. We want that number to go down. Want that number to be lower. Seven percent or actually let's do zero would be better. They've gone down the route of her, you know, his sister donating her bone marrow to help treat him wasn't successful. I mean, this is a story that, you know, we all have at least been impacted by the big C at least once in our life, right? We all have. We've lost family members, friends, you know, people we look look up to, celebrities, etc., you know. And it sucks. And oftentimes we feel hopeless and helpless. Tevi's going to go under but he Tevi's going to undergo a new treatment very soon but even then the doctors say it only has 25% chance of work of working 25% chance of this new chemo working it absolutely sucks to hear and if you're not aware who Charlie is you will eventually you know him and his team they uh, they're basically on a mission to change the world okay one person at a time one city at a time what they've done just in the past few years is just simply amazing changing lives and what they do is they, they literally travel all over in their dream machines, this big bus. They had to get it replaced because, you know, a few weeks ago, someone vandalized and stole all their equipment and all that crap. And they bounce back. They're on a mission. So their dream machine is back making miracles for, like, for, for our fellow human beings. And when I got word about this, you know, via Charlie's you know, IG page, you know, you can simply find him on Instagram at, at Charlie. I knew he was in good hands. I'm all right. Cool. Tevi's in good hands, only because, you know, Charlie is, I think he is the right person to help, you know, Tevi fulfill his dream of basically the most important thing of becoming a skateboard photographer. Just in the past few weeks, he, he, get this, he's already been able to get Tevi into the barracks and, and, and film Kyle Walker. Like, just that alone. Imagine telling someone who's an inspiring skateboard photographer, you get to do that. You get to skate at the barracks. And you're filming Kyle Walker, you know, a, a Sodi, a, a previous Sodi. 
That was such a cool moment. And I, I, I loved like seeing the look on his face when they took off the blindfold. That was just one moment. So much respect to Kyle Walker. You know, helping out with your time. Helping out with your tricks. Helping out with your style. Oh, quick side note. I proudly rock your Vans model shoe. You know, and I, I wear them to the high school, uh, that, the, one, the high school that I work on occasion. I'm trying to get the word out. I'm trying to get you some sales. People ask, oh, what Vans are those? The Kyle Walkers. Get some KWs. Represent. I'm really trying to get some sales sent your way, man. You give your time to others. I'm trying to, you know, return the favor. Reciprocate, you know? So, but much respect, though, for doing that for Tevi. Hell yeah. But that wasn't it, though. No, my notes are long for this one. And spoiler alert, big time spoiler alert, big time. So shortly after that photo session, you know, with Kyle, Tevi had to go back to the hospital again. You know, things weren't looking good. You know, he's, he's, he's battling, like his body is just is fighting it, right? However, due to the brilliant minds over at, the, you know, the Dream, Dream Machine Foundation, you know, Charlie and crew, and of course, City of Hope, they had a brilliant idea. Why don't we just bring the action to Tevi? You know? Just outside his hospital room. <laughs> Check this out. They were able to bring and construct a mini ramp for Tevi and some other pro skaters, you know, get filmed on basically and have their photos taken. They brought a mini ramp to the hospital. They brought the ramp to him. How often do you see that in the news? Not a lot, right? But you know me though, my first worry was does dude even know how to like Skate a mini ramp? Let's not hurt the guy any more than he is, you guys. He is battling cancer. Jeez. Take it easy on the young fella. Well, I guess at least it wasn't a vert ramp, right? And I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know, Tevi. Maybe you can skate vert. But can you imagine that? Like, you know, we got Tony Hawk and Jimmy Wilkins here to help you drop in for the first time. Yeah! Except he drops in, you know, straight to flat. Boom! Like we all do on our first try. What was that? I just thought about what was that guy's name? B Big Boy or whatever? Who's that dude who used to skate with Ryan Sheckler? I think they call him Big Boy. He just he tried to drop in. That would be me. Yeah, that'd probably be Tevi too. I'm just speak. I, mean, I don't know Tevi. Maybe you're a vert rider. But how crazy would that be? Oh, thanks guys. You built me this big, beautiful vert ramp that I can't skate. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, to everybody. The doctors will be running out and screaming and everyone like, stop, stop it right now. Go home. You guys are insane. What is this you thing that's in the, it's got wood on it. You know, pure chaos and helicopters. But I'm making that up, of course. But it was all good, though, right? Tevi was able to drop in, do some tricks, do some kick turns. I think he did a fakie, stuff like that. And that wasn't even it, though. They, so they brought the ramp, of course. To, to him, and this time around, Kyle is joined by Sean Malto and P-Rod and, wait for it, wait for it, Atiba to help document the session. Talk about a perfect fit for this situation. I don't know whose idea it was for all three of those, especially Atiba. Genius. Made his day. And once I saw the look on his face, you know, when they locked eyes with when he locked eyes with Atiba, I was like looking around, like, who the hell is cutting onions in here? 
Why is my nose running all of a sudden? Yelling at my kids, oh, be careful with those knives. They're like, Dad, we're in a room. There's no onions. Seriously, I couldn't even hold that back. It was such a great moment. I was like, freaking Charlie Rocket, a.k.a. Big Dream. See, it's going to get hard for me to call you Big Dream, man. I got, I'm used to you calling you Charlie Rocket. Now here you change your name again, dude. He went from like CEO Charlie. You know, he's got he's had plenty of different names. He's like, I'll, I'll just, you know. But you are doing amazing things, man. You inspire people like me, of course, and many others that I know I can do more. I know I can do it. It doesn't take much time, you know. Yeah, I complain often sometimes. Maybe I'm too tired. You know, I'm too busy. Got a lot of plates spinning. But it's moments like this that serve serve me as an it's like a nice reminder that there's way more to life than we think. You know, we get all caught up in our I'm just speaking to myself here. I, I should say, yeah, I get caught up in my own little bubble, you know, and it, and it just it gets popped on, on moments like this. Like, dude, Rick, whatever you're stressing out that day or whatever this or that, or you think you're having a rough patch, like, dude, look at this. Tevi's fighting for his life. But yet he's having the time of his life. Wonderful moment. But seriously, how freaking perfect is that? Tevi's dream is to inspire the world, you know, showcase his art and his work. And he got to meet one of the best to do it, Atiba Jefferson, who's been there, done that. Dude's been around. He's seen a lot. Not just skateboarding photos. Dude's in like he's shooting NBA players. You know, he's in the biz. And now Tevi's one of his boys. So, yeah, once again, a huge shout out to Kyle Walker. Paul Rodriguez, Sean Malto, Atiba Jefferson, City of Hope, you know, Keen Ramps. That was a Keen Ramp there. I didn't see any skate light on it. It was, it was just wood, you know. Hey, you know, splinters, you know, they're all pros. They could deal with that. Tevi, too, you know. A couple splinters in the butts, no big deal. But I am going to leave a, a, a dot, dot, dot ellipses, too, because we don't know what else is in store. This isn't over. You know, they had a, it was a post. Charlie said, oh, we got in touch with Tony Hawk's agent. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Tony Hawk or the Tony Hawk Foundation, or I mean, the Skate Park Project, any of the, 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 the Tony Hawk umbrella get looped into this. Big things are going to happen. Good things are going to happen. I can feel it now. This, this story is just going to continue to evolve, and Tevi's going to kick cancer's ass, right? And then some come out of this thriving So, yeah, be sure to follow Charlie. It's at Charlie or and, and both, actually, and Dream Machine USA for more information. There's even a link in the bio you can donate to help the cause. One million dollars is the goal. So I guess, you know, if I had a million people listen to this podcast, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, there we go. One of y'all can each donate, donate a dollar. But I don't think I have a million listeners. I'm, I'm pretty positive. Yet. I don't have a million listeners yet. But you get what I'm saying. So pretty sure there are a couple of you out there that you know, could definitely help. You know, And it goes to a good cause. Go look at Charlie, his timeline. And if you're fighting back tears or sniffling, you get caught up in the wave of emotions, you're going you're gonna to help this guy out. It's such a great story. Oh, and also, most importantly, you can also follow Tevi. So it's at Tevi Jean-Louis. So Tevi, T-H-E-V-I-J-E-L. A N L O U I S on Instagram, you know, and go actually what go even go further go into his uh, timeline go peep his post from August twenty first. In fact, 
I'm going to read it to you right now. Here, let me pull it up real quick. This was on August 21st. He says, hello, everybody. This is one of the photos I took from, K from Kyle Walker at the barracks. That day felt like a dream. Thank you so much to everyone who made the experience possible. And thank you guys for tuning in and sending positive vibes. I'm, I'm sending them right back at you. And then he says, I always ask my fam two questions. What are you grateful for today? What did you learn today? This guy's 20. He's got this mindset. And he says, I'm curious to know, what are your answers? And people were commenting below and, you know, et cetera. But you want to know how and why I know he's going to beat cancer? It's with an attitude like that. Hell yeah. Dude. So motivational to have that mindset. You've got this, man. Seriously. It's attitudes like that. You know, I am so grateful to see your work and hear about your story. That's the quickest way to have millions of people pulling for you. You've got this. Such great optimism from him. Oh, and put me down for a photo or like a book or a skateboard or whatever the hell you're selling. Put me down, Tevi. I am going to buy one. I'm all for it. And of course, F cancer. Pardon my quick water break. It's still hot here in California. It's supposed to be in like the 90s this weekend. <laughs> uh, I think it's like snowing in other places. No, probably not snowing. I'm told, don't go, don't exaggerate, Rick. But, you know, it's cooling down in many other places. But, you know, global warming is still happening in California, baby. It's going to be in the 90s this weekend. So that wasn't the only good thing to happen this last week. Yes, yes, you heard that right. Tony Hawk's Vert Alert, say that real fast four times, Vert Alert was back with some Vert action, right? Yes. And I was happy to finally see some more vertical skateboarding on my screen. I was like, hell yeah. But this is what? The, the second annual, it was in Utah. And I, actually, I just hope it never ends. I just hope it keeps going on and on and on. Keep them coming, Tony. The world needs more vert. And this contest did not disappoint. Well, actually, maybe just a little. I was kind of annoyed yesterday. Yeah, yesterday morning. Wait, what's today? Two, wait, two days ago more? Yeah, anyway, yeah. Two days ago, I went to YouTube to find, you know, the women's, the men's, and the, you know, the best trick video. It's, it was right there because I had started it the night before. You know, I wasn't able to finish. It got late. I got tired. But when I went to find it on, yeah, it was Sunday morning. It was nowhere to be found. I'm, what the hell? I checked the website, you know, thinking maybe, okay, the Ride Channel maybe only had it for a limited time, but no luck. It wasn't on there, you know, and, and I had a bunch, it had a bunch of other videos on it, including the, the Masters event, you know, but no women's, no men's, no best trick finals. I was like, what? Huh? So, of course, last night, I was still kind of annoyed, and I almost gave up because I wanted to watch this damn thing, right? I want to see some fur. Where did it go? And I decided to give it one more try, one more chance. And what do you know? Like I said, it said it was added seven hours after I checked. So it added seven hours ago, it said. The women's men's best trick finals. So anyway, so there it was, and it's like it's full glory, you know, seven hours prior to me checking. So I'm not really sure what happened with the, you know, the original file. I mean, maybe they had to, you know, re-edit it or Maybe it got someone hit the delete button on accident. I don't know. But either way, I gave it my best to kind of watch all of the three hours, but I was running out of time like and fast. 
So thanks to the Ride Channel for bringing it back, but uh, still not sure what the hell happened with the uh, original one on Saturday, though. You know, anyway. But but honestly, though, I thought I was just losing my mind. Well, wait a minute. I started this last night. Where, where did it go? But this was three hours of pure and raw talent. You know, amazing scares, like flying around the sky in Utah. Well, that is until, you know, the, the, the good old CJ came into play. That's right. The good old commentator jinx. They happen on every contest, right? Bryce Westing uh, uh, got commentator jinxed right at six minutes. What, about 6.59 left in the heat. <laughs> it all went downhill right after Chris Cote said, So far, so good. She's had a lot of good runs. And what do you know? Guess what? It's like, don't. Sniper fire. Woman down. Woman down. Uh, see, even the best of them make the mistakes. You know? And that wasn't the only one, though. That's why I had to point it out. I mean, I'm not piling on the guy. Chris Cote's a pro. He's he's done millions of well, not millions, but a lot of contests. <laughs> but I'm just using it more as like a learning experience for any aspiring commentators out there. You know, I've made the you know kind of commented last in a couple episodes ago. Try to speak in the past. You know, trying to say as it happens. They say, oh, they are having a good run. No, they had a good run. I say it after they made it. You know, you can still compliment them after. It's fine. We won't forget who was on the the board right before. But yeah, it was during uh, Paul Luke's first run. 44-40 is what I wrote down on my notes. I just was like, don't. You know, Chris Cote, one of the best to do it. And he couldn't help but sending out those sniper rifles to the to the legs. It happens. But but with practice, it won't happen to you. That's what I'm saying, you know? That got me thinking, like, wonder how many times, like, my man Cabbage jinxed while commentating. Cabbage, you had jinxed anyone, dude? You have any jinx stories? Did we talk about that when you were on the show? Straight up sniper files. Oh, look at this guy. He's having a flawless run. Oh. Telling you, it's not just skateboarding either. Basketball. Oh, it's, he's uh, 100% from the free throw line, and right as they said that, it bounces off the rim. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Trey Lance is 10 for 10. Guess what? Interception. It happens. Commentators jinx all the time. But I had to point that out. I'm like, oh, first time I was like, all right, oh, you know, hey, Chris, you know, that's fine. But the second time, I'm like, oh, damn, I got to talk about it on the podcast now. Love you, Chris, but man, I had to, I had to point those out. But I do what I do. Oh, I had to point this out, though. What I do like and respect about Chris is that he owns it. He, he's like the first to admit it. He's like, ah, oh, that was my bad. But that's not all that happened in the contest. Come on. So I did take some notes along the way. Oh, yeah. Big exclamation point for Reese Nelson. Only because she is nine years old. Nine. She was going over the gap. The eight-foot gap or what is the two, what do they call it? The two, uh. Two-ply wide gap or whatever they call it. It's, yeah, it's basically eight foot wide. She's doing stuff over the gap. Are you kidding me? Bryce Wetstein, you know, she's one of my favorite riders to watch. She does crazy stuff. Even the commentator's like, well, what do we call that? Or or how do you feel about that, Tony? She just kind of did a, a flippity-flop and swing and twist around. And Tony's like, I don't know. I haven't seen that before. And Lily, okay, let me see if I can get her name right. I wrote it down. Stephosius. She kills it i wasn't familiar with her before at least I, I the name doesn't ring a bell but i am now so great great contest you know but after the women's you know what i, what, I kind of was annoyed though because i wasn't a big fan but then it made sense in the end because you kept the viewers there the whole time well assuming they didn't fast forward to the end but you know they dangled that carrot of the winner's list until the very end you know got to watch the whole contest 
But at first, I'm like, I was kind of annoyed. I'm like, it's not needed, man. Why you do that? You know. But then again, you know, you think after a while, it's like, dude, we're getting like awesome skateboarding to consume. So who cares? You know, when the winners are now. So I'm gonna watch this anyway. You know, I'm not here for the Cliff Notes version. Just sit back and enjoy the show. You know, that's kind of what I had to tell myself. So it was just kind of kind of annoying because you're in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I wonder who won the woman's you know, contest. Who did? But that's what I did. So, but they dangled that carrot the whole time. You know. You know, except Jimmy Wilkins, you know, kept taking bites along the way. The men's event was pretty gnarly. Moto Shibata, which I like to say is Moto Shibata. I wish that was, we, sh- we are kind of related. So, uh, Moto Shibata, Alleyoop McTwist to a stale 540. And also, I wrote down, because he does these all the time, his front foot impossible. But he did a front foot impossible to tail. So, he does the front foot impossible lean error. I think that's how they call it. But he did it to tail. What? Are you kidding me? And what's the other guy? Oh, Edward or Eddie. Uh, okay, let me see if I get his name right. I heard it on the Domestoy. Yeah, I think it's Domestoy because the A is, yeah, it's Domestoy. Kickflip Andy, like huge. But dude was killing it. That dude's nuts. And I, I, I wasn't familiar with this guy, but I'm already a fan. I love, I mean, I'm a new fan. I love it. Elliot Sloan. I like, what do they kept saying? He, uh, he overamps his runs because he's got that huge setup in his backyard. No wonder. That's like that's like a mini ramp to him. That's almost like skating a curb to him. So of course he overamps, you know? He's used to the megas. So I guess that is a a downfall, right? You know? I mean, Ellis not gonna make his ramps any smaller because he's used to these big ones. So now I guess, you know, Tony's not gonna make that ramp bigger too. So Elliot, I don't know, that's a tough spot to be in, man. Alex Alex Perelson. I put massive kickflip melon to fakey. That was one I had to write down. But he didn't, I don't, did he make any of his runs? Now that I think about it, I didn't write it down, but I just put, you know, wrote down, he gave it a fighting chance. But yeah, he, he would go all or nothing, you know, go gut, no guts, no glory. But now I think about it, I don't remember seeing him do like an actual complete run. You know, and I guess for a jam session like this, I mean, they consider a run just anywhere like, you know, if you can get it to like 45 seconds or more, they're going to just kind of, you know, let it slide and, and be good. Anything after that, you know, it's icing on the cake. Another guy I hadn't heard of before was Reef Orlando. You know, I, I, I literally, I, but I'm an instant fan, especially when he was going bonkers. About eight minutes and 28 seconds left in the contest. He almost snatched that right out of Jimmy's hands. Snatched it. That was a statement run. He was like, you want some of this, punk? You want some of this, huh? Take on all y'all. Utah, even Oregon. I don't care, man. Seriously. Mitchie Brusco, 540, and then also a switch 540 to 720, and also did a 900 mid run. That's what I wrote down for him. 540. No, actually, no, I'm sorry. Kickflip 540, and then switch 540 to 720, and he also did a 900 run. Damn. And then, of course, Paul Luke Ronchetti. Yeah, I think I wrote that down right. Huge judo. Yeah, that's what I remember him. That was huge judo. Like, he extended. Like, he had style for days. Like, whoa. Kind of like, you know, he reminded me of, like, his judos remind me of Christian Asoy's, where the foot just went, you know, because some guys kick him out, and he kicked it down. So he was like... He would just kick, uh, pulls that board back and just kicks it down, hardcore. And, of course, the last rider, Jimmy Wilkins. He, I legit, I'm not lying at all. First run, I knew. I knew it was over. after the Actually, halfway through the first run, I knew it was over. 
Yeah. I literally just started the men's finals, and halfway through his run, I knew he took first place. I'm like, it's over, Johnny. It's over. Or I guess in this case, Jimmy. That's what I kept saying about this guy. He is so amazing to watch. In fact, let me add him to the mix of skaters like, you know, Shane O'Neill, Dylan Jabe. I have no problem saying this too, okay? Here we go. Jimmy Wilkins is bad for vert skateboarding. That's right. He is bad for vert skateboarding. He just makes it look too damn easy. It's not cool. Right now, there are tons of parents out there, you know, going out and basically, while well, they're purchasing, purchasing their real completes, right? Because they go walk in the skate shop. Uh, my son, Jimmy Wilkins. They're, oh, here's a real complete. Just here you go. Here you go, go, customer. And they're also buying a huge vert ramp for their backyard in hopes that little, you know, their little uh, Timmy skates like Jimmy. That ain't going to happen. Yeah, that's, I said ain't. That ain't going to happen. Hate to break it to you, parents. Your kid is not and will not be ever, ever be as good as Jimmy. How about you get one of those, you know, curb cover thingies, the red thingies? How about you get one of those instead? You know, first skating is very hard and very scary. And your kid just doesn't have what it takes. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah. You're probably like, Rick, you don't know my kid. You better shut your mouth. Don't blame me. Blame Jimmy. I'm just a messenger. Jimmy Wilkins is bad for vert skateboarding. I know, I know, I know, I know. So I had to call him out. I mean, you think this doesn't hurt me to say this? It hurts me more than him. It hurts me more than it does him, you know? Oh, and that revert. Come on. So we've all seen that revert. Dude, dude, what a contest. What? Who does that and doesn't slam on there? Because, you, yeah, you basically slam on your face, right? Or unless you over-rotate and get pitched on your back of your head. Come on, man. But is it possible to have, like, a vert skater as your favorite skater of all time? I mean, I guess I do. Right? You can, right? Even and even though you don't skate, that's why I'm okay. That's why I'm. Let me rephrase that question: Is it possible to have a vert skater as your favorite skater, even though you don't skate vert? I think, yeah, duh, Rick. Of course, you know, because I'm asking for myself. I mean, you have to. And I don't. You don't have to skate vert and like you know have. Because Jimmy Wilkins is quickly becoming my favorite skater. You know, it's just so weird to say that because I can't even come close to relating to his level of skateboard. You know what I mean? You know how, like, your favorite skater is kind of like, yeah, we kind of have similar style. You know, like, yeah, I kind of skate like MJ. I kind of skate like Costin. You know, like, you kind of compare the two. Am I the only one that feels this way, or am I just coming up with some crazy random thoughts right now? You know what I mean? But but long story short, I mean, Jimmy Wilkins is quickly becoming one of my favorite riders of all time. I know I can't be the only one feeling that way. So all in all, though, here's a list of the winners in case you're like, ah, Rick, I don't like Vert. Uh, I don't care. I don't want to watch three hours of awesomeness. Can you just tell me the winners? I'll do that. So here we go. Reese Nelson, best trick for women's uh, the women's side. She did a frontside nose grind to fakie over the gap. Frontside nose grind to fakie over the gap. That means she went with her back to the gap. Anything happens, back equals ground. That's scary stuff. Eddie Domastoy. Yeah, I think I got his name right again. Domastoy. See, I'm learning, guys. I'm learning. 
best tricks uh, for the men's winner. He did a tail grab, tail grab. I wrote it down because it's a lot to say. Tail grab one foot rodeo with flat spots in his wheels. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Seriously, that would that would just throw me off. I'd have to borrow someone's wheels. And then for the women's final, Lily. Oh gosh, am I gonna put? You? I already forgot. Stafesis. I already. I should have wrote it down like. Oh. I know I got it early. Lily won. She got first place. Bryce Westing second, and Arissa True got third. Congrats to the ladies. And then the men's, of course. No shock to anyone, right? Actually, you know, I'm going to go backwards. So, Moto Shibata got third. Dude was grinding. He was trying to, he was doing, he, it took him a while to kind of get that run, especially with the, you know, front foot of possible to tail, but that pretty much solidified his third, you know, place spot. Mitchy Brusco, beast mode. What did I mention earlier? He did what, a 540, kickflip 540, switch 540, and then to a 720. He did 900. You know, of course, very, very close to taking down Jimmy Wilkins, but. Jimmy Wilkins, you know, was that 540 lean, sealed the deal. And just his style, just his, he uses every inch of the ramp. Dude is just a beast. We're just living in Jimmy's world. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, Jimmy Wilkins facing, like, Tony Hawk in his prime? Damn, that would have been fun to watch. This is such a great contest. So, and Tony Hawk at the end, and so he just basically said, you know, he he got on the mic and said, you know, thank you everyone for coming out. You know, this is a lost art. Basically saying, you know, we are on equal footing. You know, we deserve more respect and more awareness. And he's bringing it, and I'm bringing it. That's what I'm talking about now, Tony. Hell yeah! I mean, I fully agree. And that's why I'll make it my goal and mission to talk about and hype up vert contests as much as humanly possible. Hell, I'd even consider changing the name of this podcast to, like, Vert Skateboarding Weekly, if I had to. You guys like that? If just talk straight vert? And if you think about it, I could still kind of tie it into the old name with, you know, No Mongo, because, you know, it's basically been said, right, that all skaters drop in Mongo anyway. So I was like, oh, yeah, hey, oh. It'll be a good tie-in. Welcome to the Vert Skateboarding Weekly Podcast. My my name is Rick Bay. I am your host, Rick Bay. We're going to talk about vertical skateboard. No, why am I why am I doing that voice? I'd be hyped. But anyway, I'm giving this a lot of air, a lot of shine because I love. Do you, can you tell I love vert? Have I mentioned that before? Actually, on the opposite, of that, do you hate vert? If so, I dare you. Go ahead and fire up this contest. Watch Jimmy Wilkins skate. If you still hate vert after that, I'll, I'll just basically need you to. Pause the contest, grab your phone, and you know keep this show going, of course. Now head into the bathroom. Make sure the mirror is very clean. Just maybe use some cleaning solution. Get that all nice and shiny. Make sure you can see yourself. Now tell yourself, I can do better. I can be better. I will be better. I used to be a vert hater, but now I love it. Vert is the future. Vert is life. And you can go back and listen to that. If you're ever feeling like down and out and starting to hate on Vert again, just do that. That's all I can help, you know. Help out the cause. But you want to know why I know that, that Vert's in good hands in 2022 and beyond? Look at the sample size we had with this contest. Just look at it. I mean, we've got kids that are killing it 
on vert and who've been doing it for a long time. And I'm talking, yeah, even in the last five, what, five to 10 years, vert hasn't had like the sample size it ha it's had as of this very day. A lot of ledges have come and gone, but I'm telling you, this is the future's bright for vert. You just, just get on board. No pun intended. Just get on board, drop in Mongo, go straight to, straight to flat like all of us and get back up, put on those pat straight up the helmet. I'm talking, I'm speaking for you now. I'm not dropping in. Hell no. Hell no. I'm starting the flat bottom and I'm going to be winded by the time I hit the vert. I'll just do a kick turn or something. Front side too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't talk trash. I'll do front side too. Ollie to fakie. I haven't done much on vert, but I, I, I have skated vert. Giving it a shot. So yeah, Tony, this is an amazing contest. I can't wait to talk about it next time. And I hope to see it in more uh, cities. Just keep it going. Go around the world. It, vert, I agree. Vert deserves way more respect, more awareness. Let's get it in the Olympics, even though, oh my gosh. I mean, I've been avoiding that whole Olympics topic. You know, mostly skateboarding talk for a bit, uh, a bit a few weeks ago. Gifted Hater did a whole thing on uh, USA Skateboard. Oh my gosh, what a debacle. Debacle. And I'm pro Olympics, guys. Don't get me wrong. I'm just hoping. Oh, you know what? One final thought. You know what? I just thought about this. USA, I swear. You would better. You, I, you, ah, I'm already getting mad. Think about it. You had better not mess up USA breakdancing. Stop it. Don't even think about it. If you mess up breakdancing like you're doing to skateboarding, I'm out. I'll never watch the Olympics again. I'm being dead serious. Don't mess with breakdancing. 2024. There's no stopping us. I'm telling you. I'm looking forward to that. But I appreciate you tuning in. How about we do this next week? I'm going to assume hopefully I can get this done by Monday. If not, it'll be Tuesday, right? We're all good. I love you guys.